welcome back to another episode of More Coffee, please. I'm your girl Marlena, and today I am here with Anthony. What's good? <laughs> yeah, Anthony's here for another episode. So on today's episode, we will be discussing a little bit more of dating after the divorce and where we are in our relationship. So as many of you guys know, if you've heard any of my episodes, past episodes, um, I've been married and divorced (laughs) and me and Anthony have dated in the past before I got married. So there's history there, uh, going from being married to dating was definitely not an easy thing. What made it easy, honestly, was the fact that me and Anthony have been friends for so long. And like I I've said it multiple times, we always maintained our friendship, even while he was dating multiple people and while I was married, like we've always maintained our friendship. So going into a relationship, it wasn't anything new because we've had history and we've always been, what would you call it? We've always been in each other's life pretty much. So there was never a time where... Never been a time that... I didn't call her like, hey, how you doing? Yeah, so our friendship has always been there. And I think that was honestly what made my transition going from being divorced to into a relationship um, easy, I guess you can call it. Um, But yeah, it was definitely easy when it came to me and him, just because like I said, we have the history. Uh, But he did not come alone this time. He had his daughters with him. So that definitely was really different for me. I've never dated a man. Lies. Nope. I've never dated a man with kids. I wanted to. (laughs) Don't look at me like that. I have never dated a man with kids. What was that other person? Who? That one person. He wasn't a date. So what do you call that? He was a smash buddy. (laughs) He was a friends with benefits. We're grown here, okay? So there, we've all done our shit. We've all done our shit. So there's no need for me to try to sugarcoat anything. Yes, I've had a friend, not friends with the S, one friend with benefits, and it is what it is. Like I'm grown, um, and he had two children at that time. Well, he still has two children, but he would be the only other person that I messed with that had kids. Everybody else never had children that I can think of right? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, anyways, so for us, when we first started dating, it was definitely, I don't even know what to call it. Like I said, for when it was me and Anthony, it was easy. It was smooth. It wasn't complicated. It was just me and him. And we were able to just kind of do our own thing. When we started bringing the kids around, things definitely changed in a way. Just because for me, I was extremely nervous. I was, I never wanted to be the person that came into the picture and his children didn't like me. And being a child of separation, I guess, or having my parents separated and growing up with a stepmom, I never wanted to be the person that his kids didn't like. And if there was anything that was negative in that sense, with the girls, I literally planned not to date Anthony. So, <laughs> yeah, she was like, uh, you have kids. <laughs> no. Yeah. So if 
you didn't have kids, then that'd be a whole different story. Yeah, so I was very hesitant when it came to that because I didn't want to be in a relationship with somebody who didn't, whose children didn't like me. So that was extremely important to me. So me and Anthony dated for a while before he introduced me as the girlfriend. Even when you introduced me to the kids, it was just me as your friend, right? Still didn't like that. What do you mean? I because we weren't together I, when I first met the kids. I mean, I knowing me, I claimed so I like I claimed you. <laughs> so I mean, like yeah, that's mine. I'm like yeah, it's gonna happen. This is mine. <laughs> I got the money bag. <laughs> nah, <laughs> nah, but um, honestly, it's like Marlena always been like uh, a very very close best friend of mine I had to say one actually yeah she is like one of my best friends that actually sticked around yeah so I've it's always been shocked. here <laughs> yeah so we like I said we were always friends and when it came into introducing the girls to me to me uh it was very it wasn't like a dinner where we were sitting down confined location it was just me him and the kids it wasn't like that it was like we went to a like a game place right Um, where did we go we went to some dinosaur thingy yeah we went to a game place and his mom came with us and that's how i was introduced to the girls but it wasn't like a formal type of introduction i was under under the impression that i wasn't being introduced as the friend (laughs) I never knew anything different. Um, Sorry you didn't. (laughs) Whatever. Uh, But yeah, so I have some clips of that weekend that I'll go ahead and post on Instagram. If you guys want to follow me on more Coffee Please podcast, I'll share some of those clips of the very first time I met the girls. Um, But yeah, so meeting the girls was definitely, it definitely made me nervous because I, I mean, (laughs) don't look at me all crazy because you know this. (laughs) Wow. Yeah, I, I made that very clear from the beginning. Like, if, if they had an issue with me, I wasn't going to put myself in a situation where I knew damn well his baby mama didn't like me. And I wasn't going to be his baby mama and his kids didn't like me. So that that just wasn't a situation I was going to put myself into. And we had talked about this prior to that. But, yeah, so that was that. Dating or getting to know the girls and stuff. And then once we decided to actually date, date, I think it was even probably, it was before we actually got together when you told Natalie, when you asked her if she would have been okay with. I think that's when it was in LA. Yeah. Yeah. But that was before, that was like in April and we didn't get together till like May. Yeah. So you had that conversation with her in April, um, just kind of talking to her about what it would be like to date me and if she would be okay. And she was. That'd be good. <laughs> she was happy. She she was excited. And you guys have heard her talk about it in one of the episodes as well. And she got a little emotional when we talked about it. <laughs> emotional, right? <laughs> yeah. So that's kind of been our situation, like going into the relationship. So moving on from my first relationship to this relationship, I definitely wanted to do things differently. I wanted to be more vocal. I wanted to say my piece. I wanted to get across what it is I needed for myself. And I tried to really work on that with Anthony. And sometimes my fuse is like really, really low. 
very low. (laughs) And my patience like flies out the windows, but we are working on it. We are both in therapy, like we've mentioned multiple times. So we are working on ourselves so we can be better partners for each other. Right? Yeah. Definitely. (laughs) Yeah. So therapy, going into therapy, I guess, um, that, oh no. Oh no. Oh, I had a little list. Sorry, you guys. I had a little list of the different subjects I wanted to talk about, and it just keeps disappearing. Okay. Anyways, so five, four, three, two, one. So moving on from like the introduction of our relationship, I wanted to kind of talk a little bit of like the healing part. I feel like a lot of people say, you need to heal before you can jump into another relationship. You need to do this before you get into a new relationship, especially when you've been married. And it's like, everybody wants to judge when you start dating again, how you start dating, how fast you're moving, how slow you're moving. Or who that person is. Yes. So like everybody wants to judge everything you do, but I honestly feel like you need to do what's best for you, what works for you and your new relationship. And if you date somebody right as soon as you get a divorce who's to say that relationship is not going to last you forever just like if you wait a year to date who's to say that relationship is going to last you forever you guys could get together and split up six months later so live your life for you and do what it is you want to do to be able to move on because nobody really knows what you're going through but you and your struggles are that your struggles so you can only control what you can do yeah you can control yeah so it's just like i don't know i feel like a lot of the times i struggled with that where i felt like people would see me a certain way because i'm dating or would see me a certain way because i was dating anthony again or a million and one things and going back to the past me and anthony were not perfect (laughs) (laughs) why are you laughing (laughs) Yeah, I was definitely not perfect. I could definitely say that. I had my demons, you know. I did my stuff, and um, yeah. And am I I proud of it? No, I'm not. Because if I was, you know, I mean, I wouldn't be where I'm at right now, right? Right. Yeah, so I feel like we, we were not perfect when we were dating the first time around. And again, but, but at the same time, we were young. We were in our early 20s. We were figuring out our own lives. Like, I feel like the statement of you are not who you were 10 years ago is very true. Like, when you're growing up, you're changing your life. You're doing this. You're doing that. You don't remain the same person. We all evolve and we all become different people. And I truly believe that the person we were 10, 12 almost 15 years ago, is not who we are today. So true. So, so yeah, that's just kind of been where we're at now. I feel like this episode's all over the place, and I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it. I mean, everything. I mean, everything is everywhere. I mean, (laughs) we're still working with the podcast, right? It's nothing... You can't say that 
we banned on this for years and you know it's just it's gonna flow sooner or later everything's gonna come out right how they want it. right now it's everywhere <laughs> i mean it's like me back in the day i was a job for jumping off the second the second story building and stuff like that it's everywhere like you gotta do something i mean just just kind of keep going with the keep, it, keep it going okay yeah and then i think we're kind of both exhausted and it's been a long day but the point of this is we're (laughs) so laughing all right so moving forward um i think we can just kind of go into where we are in our relationship now and the things we're doing to like you know work through it so uh, even though we weren't perfect 12 13 years ago whatever the hell it was We're still not perfect now, and we're still trying to work on our relationship to try to do what's best for us, and we struggle a lot. Like, we argue a lot. I'm not being that so much. Wait, wait, wait. I don't say we argue a lot. We don't, okay. We don't really argue a lot. I mean, if you want to be honest with it, we don't really argue. We just nag, yeah. Oh, I nag a lot. But the whole... (laughs) arguing thing i mean we okay not really arguing we have a lot of disagreements yeah in a relationship there's arguing a lot here and there i mean who's like in every relationship there's have to be an argument because if it's just normal everybody just chill they just sip in a little tea and talk about whatever chip 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 (laughs) that's a boring relationship. Son. So you like to keep it spicy by arguing? Oh man, that is so sexy. Oh. <laughs> He's so yes. dumb. No, but I think okay, maybe arguing is a bad word. Like it is a bad word. <laughs> okay, so I guess what I can say is that we do have a lot of disagreements. And I tend to be a lot vocal with my issues. Like I will not gonna lie, straight up cuss him out if I have to. And this is not just <laughs> This is not to say that I'm cussing him out every single day because that is not the case. But when I get super heated and upset and emotional, I not necessarily (laughs) shut up. I don't necessarily flash out, but I do get really loud and speak my piece. And it is not always in the best ways. And which is why I am in therapy. Y'all, I am working on it. I'm learning how to react to certain things and not overreact so i'm a work in progress y'all but we do have a lot of disagreements and we i do call anthony out on his bullshit consistently and Uh, he does consistently consistently all the time every time you're fucking up (laughs) i got you too boo got you but yeah so I do, I think we do, we both call each other out on our bullshit. And if I'm fucking up, you, you bring it to my attention. And if you're fucking up, I bring it to your attention. And I we see, have, go ahead. It's kind of like, I try, but then you give me that look like, nigga, I wish you would. <laughs> I'm like, damn, like, you kind of. But sometimes I let you slide with that. I'm like, I let her slide with it, you know. I'm working on it, y'all. Like, I'm not perfect. <laughs> I know I have issues and... I have, I think, I don't care who you are, but if you sit there and tell me you are not insecure in something, it doesn't matter what it is, 
Like, I feel like we all have insecurities. That's part of being humans. And you can't sit there and tell me you're not insecure in something in your relationship. It doesn't necessarily have to be the way you look. It doesn't have to be in trusting somebody or your partner. It legit can be insecure in the way you make something and the way you cook and the way you talk and the way you, whatever it is, we all have insecurities. We're all human. Hold on, my cooking is good. Don't don't be talking about my cooking. You know that my cooking is good. Anyways. Right. You feeling some type of way, huh? That's what you have to do. I mean, the way how you said, like cooking. I'm just saying. I mean, I do most of the cooking now. You do. You do. I ain't gonna lie. Damn right. I don't know. No. This it's so crazy because this is not how we were. Thirteen years ago. Thirteen years ago, I did all the cooking, all the cleaning. I did everything. Yeah, she did everything. I don't do shit. I work, came home, you know, she take the money. I sure do. I still do that. That don't change. (laughs) Yeah, no, but it's, I honestly, truly believe that we all have insecurities and dealing with the insecurities, that's something that we're working on in therapy as well. It's like, how can I not overreact to certain things? How can I not flash? about certain things how can i certain things like i'm trying to learn better coping strategies and better ways of being able to de-escalate a situation and i think that's something that we have both worked on separately and together through therapy so it's just a process y'all and you know eventually hopefully we will be able to get to a place where we're able to what would, what would it be? <laughs> yeah, like, make it through the situation without it getting too intense. I feel like we are. I mean, look at us. I mean, if you think about it, you didn't think he was going to be back with me. I sure yeah. didn't. You know, I kind of like, yeah, it's going to happen. But I don't know when. I had a little bit of high hope. You know, a little tiny. But, you know. I go through some obstacles and stuff, but hey, I'm here, right? We are. That we are. I think we have struggled in... I think our biggest struggle right now, honestly, is finding time for each other. Because our schedules suck. Like, sadly. So I work throughout the day. He works graveyard. And then he's off certain days, and I'm at work. And then I'm at work, and then he's off. So it's just, or vice versa, I think I said it wrong. <laughs> I'm tired, y'all. It's basically, it's just a hit and miss. I come home, she's hitting out the door. You know, and it's like, she comes home, I'm here, we eat dinner, then I pass out. And then when she goes. Or go- we're running around doing stuff for the girls, whether yeah. we have therapy with the kids or yeah. trying to have like a family night with the kids, trying to. We try to spend as much time as we can together with the girls because we do get a lot of one-on-one with the girls. And it's hard to squeeze ourselves in there to be able to do a date for us. And even when the girls leave us and they go away for the weekend, like, I think we're exhausted and we're just like passed out or chilling at the house and we don't want to leave the house because we're just relaxing at home. Yeah, I mean, like, why would you want to leave the house? We got a big old comfy couch, you know, you can make <laughs> dinner, watch a movie, you know, or play Nintendo Switch, play a little Mario. Yeah, so but... we usually stay home when the kids aren't here. So we're working on 
being able to make time for us and be able to go out on actual dates. Mm-hmm. But it's hard, y'all. It's hard. It is. Yeah. And then I guess the next thing um, I kind of want to touch base on was like dealing with my ex-husband. How do you feel about that? First and foremost. Um, I mean, you have a past and I mean, as long as it's, you know, taking care of what you guys have to take care of and nothing more, then it's, it's okay. Yeah, the beauty of my ex is that he's miles and miles and miles away. Yeah, he's Even lucky he for works, you. Works my last nerve still to this day. We have a couple of more things that we need to handle together. And then hopefully next year, by July next year, he will be out of my life permanently and forever. That is what I'm hoping oh. for. That's what I'm praying on. Because Jesus, take the wheel. This Ready. is You can been... pray all you want. A stroke. Yeah, I mean, once you got looped with the guy, you know, it's history. You know, it's, it's so unnecessary, it's, it's though. not going to disappear. I it's know, but it's here. unnecessary. It's very unnecessary. We're too old for this. Like, I'm too old for this. I don't want to be dealing with the bullshit. And I'm just praying. Come on, July of next year. January, That's July. How I feel. That's how I feel about Dion. I mean, geez. Like, me and my me and my uh, god brother was talking about this, and it's like, if we had one wish, what would we do with that one wish? I'm like, ooh, ask for a million dollars or be a billionaire. I'm like, nah, man. I just wish that everything is to be chill. Like, I mean, I don't have to be cool with my BM. We don't have to be like, hey, how you doing? come over let's, let's have a dinner or whatever like that it's just when the girls are good over there hey anything happen if they fall hurt themselves call me let me know or text me you don't have to call me on the phone just text me hey your kids fell down um they okay i didn't get the chance to take them to the hospital or if you can you know can you take them i appreciate it have a good day have a good weekend whatever First wise, same here. But, you know, in the real world, they say it's not, it's not that simple. It's not, unfortunately. And, uh, one day, one day, I don't have to worry about it. Just worry about the girls and, you know. Yeah, I think that's what we're looking forward to is to the day where they can just go. They can be happy. They can be safe. And they can come home and that's that. Like, every, it's just, to me, a lot of the issues are very unnecessary. And they, by they, I mean both Anthony and BM know how to poke and push each other's buttons. And it's just like, don't, don't be looking at me like that. You know. You no, know you lying. You know you lying. <laughs> you, you guys trigger each other. No, it's not even trigger. It's, I mean, if I'm okay. not gonna say I'm the best parent, I'm not gonna say that. I'm not gonna say I'm the, I am the best father in the world, because I'm not. Right. I have my ups, I have my downs, but when it comes down to their safety, I'm on yeah, top of it. You're right. I am on and, top um, of it. And I think I think that's where you guys struggle the most, though, is that she's very nonchalant about the girls. Like, 
they get hurt, they get hurt. It is what it is. And you're very protective of them, which I understand. And it's just like, we have to find a middle ground when it comes to that, because when the tension's there, not only does it fall back on you, but then I feel it. And then the kids feel it. Mm -hmm. And it's just like a never ending cycle where we're not seeing eye to eye and it's just tiring and it's exhausting and I'm I'm personally just over it like I really I just can't like I don't have the energy for that that's why whenever she messages him she swears up and down it's me and she's always gonna think it's me because I guess Anthony's just too dumb to know how to reply but I just see the messages when he shows them to me and I just laugh and let it be that because I just don't have time like I'm too old. You're too old. Like, we're all too old. Like, these kids are already growing. Let's just do what we need to do to make sure they're safe. That's it. Stop taking everything so personal. The thing that's funny to me is that it could be baby daddy, baby mama, whatever, whoever in a good state of mind sit there and don't reply negative. Like, years go by. Months, you know, weeks, months, years go by and they get sick of the same bullshit. I they just want to change things around. Like, okay. Like, I ain't gonna lie. Before, I'd be like, you know what? Throw F-bombs. Throw the B-bombs. Do all that. Nah. Like, I'm not gonna do it no more. Like, mm-hmm. why would I keep wasting my energy on somebody that's not worth my time? Right. And it's unfortunately because... At the end of the day, the kids are affected. Yes. At the end of the day, the kids are the ones that I have to deal with that. And we've mentioned it multiple times. We try to really encourage that relationship with the girls and their mom. And we're never going to interfere in that. But the girls see everything. And they're getting to that age where they know what's mm-hmm. going on. And they know who's doing what and who has done what. So it's just like when the tables get turned and then we get attacked because, oh, you guys are keeping me away from them or you guys are stopping them from calling or you guys are doing this, you guys are doing that. And it's just like, you have no idea what goes on over here. Like, you have no idea how much we push for them to have a relationship with you. You have no idea how much we bribe them to call. You have no idea how much we talk to them about, oh, you know, she's trying She's trying. You have to give her a chance because she's trying. Like, you don't know all the things we go through. And we don't really have to do that, to be honest. We really we don't. sure don't. We don't but have we to do, do nothing. Because we, of the girls. We don't have to. We want to. Yeah. That's a difference. So, it's like, I feel like that is probably another big issue in our relationship. Um, where we are... I've kind of in the last year or so just kind of stepped back and let let it be what it is because at this point four years later nothing's changing nothing's gonna change we keep hearing oh I just want to be cordial or I just want to be this I just want to be that but then turns around and attacks so it's just like at this point it is what it is and we are where we are and all we can do is focus on the girls and try to guide them and show them to love her regardless and that's it because we can't control anything else and there's nothing for us else for us to do except for encourage that relationship Mm -hmm. and i think that's where me and you that's like a big part of our relationship is that unfortunately we have to deal with so much chaos unfortunately we shouldn't have to worry about that we should worry about us worry about 
what's her next date night? Like that would be nice, but that's not the reality. The reality is that we have children, and the when children are you gonna always stop converse? playing and uh, think about marrying me and stuff. Like <laughs> going through a tunnel. <laughs> uh, can you hear me? Uh, service, hello. Uh, I can't hear you. <laughs> I don't know about that one. Like I said, we have a lot of things we're working on. But yeah, but yeah, it's, yeah. it's a lot. It's part of our relationship. That's part of what we're dealing with, and we just have to stay positive and we just got to keep pushing forward and we can't let certain things break us, which is why I kind of stepped away from that whole, like I get very protective of my family. I absolutely love my children and my partner. And if my partner and my children are constantly suffering or being attacked or being hurt as a mom, as a girlfriend, as a wife, as a protector that's what you're gonna do you're gonna step up and you're gonna protect your children and you're gonna protect your partner and i feel like i've done that for so long that i'm at the point where it's like i let things kind of slide because i just don't want to put too much energy into it one and two because i know that this person is just never going to change and as long as you aren't getting physically hurt and it's not physically hurting our relationship inside the home then i just let it be what it is i feel like our relationship our home like our our inner peace i would say and our relationship and that's another thing we work on in therapy because we're trying to figure out ways to cope with situations yeah but then that's a you know yeah you're right and that's another thing we work on in therapy like that's why we're in therapy because we're trying to figure out ways to cope with situations so the first one was like have you ever thought about um sitting down and talking to her and let her let her know how you feel yeah. I'm like, bruh, are you crazy? Alright, that's that's called um called World War One, World War Two. Something like that. You have done that. Ben done that. And what happened? Nothing changes. Like these are and, and I just feel like it's funny when people wanna like, well you should do this, this and this and you should try this, that and the other and it's just like, don't you think we've done that? And that's the thing, you know, people wanna throw their inputs in it. If they would have seen it from the get-go, it would have been like, oh, fuck that. No, let's go. And and I speak, yep. And I I 100% (laughs) agree from experience because when I first, like I said, when I first started dating Anthony, like Anthony, his whole entire family told me so many things about BM. A lot of things that she's done, said, and I was just like, "Uh," I always kind of like to judge people, you know, on my own and, you know get to know somebody by myself and not really go based off what everybody is telling me. And it just played out the way (laughs) exactly how things were said to me. Things just kind of repeated the cycle. And I'm just, I can't be there anymore. I'm too tired for that. I want to, honestly, if I could get one wish, it would be for her to just be happy because I truly believe if she was genuinely truly happy we would all be happy and we would all just like we don't need to kick it we don't need to talk every day we don't need to hang out every day it's just build a relationship with the kids make sure that sixth grade and this is a time where I feel like her mom should step in and try to 
be a mom because once sixth grade is over you go to eighth grade and you go to your high school year they you ain't getting that back you skip the seventh grade you know sixth grade you know whatever you know what i mean (laughs) (laughs) i'm tired i'm sorry but but like i was saying because i mean for me and is that my dad was never in my life and he had a time to come in my sister's like oh give him a chance i'm like okay but then sixth grade came then i wound up going to high school and nothing happened so i'm I'm set it to my own ways now so, you know, take care of what I got to take care of. Yeah, I think I think it just is what it is. And we are working on us. That's all we can do is work on us and try to figure out how our, our relationship works around that. Um, but it's a work in progress, y'all. Like I said, we're trying to find date time to go out on dates. We're trying to figure out our relationship. Like, we talk all the time about things that want we want to change in our relationship where we want to be and what steps we can take to be there and I truly believe it's a never-ending conversation like we are growing we are changing even in our 30s we're still changing so who we will be in our 40s could be somebody completely different and in order for us to stay together, stay strong, we need to continue to have those conversations to be able to move through the motions and make it through to the end. I mean, if it's possible, we could move. Like they say, remove the cancer, things will be better. And I mean, you can't remove the person out of it. You know, mm-hmm. it's just she got to find her. Her inner peace, I guess. Her happiness, I guess. Mm-hmm. Until she, until she find that, it's always gonna be negative. So mm-hmm. she need to do something. Yeah, but we have hopes. <laughs> we just hope things will get better. Like I said, we don't want to be friends. We nope. don't need to be friends. We don't need to hang out. Nope. We just want the girls to be happy, safe, and healthy. That's it. That's all it. Is. I mean, it's, uh, our main focus is them being healthy and their safety. I'm just afraid of one day, uh, one weekend, I just get a a messed up call saying something happened. Yeah, that's a fair he's had since I've been back in the relationship. Like, he's always, he's always struggled with the thought of one day receiving a call that something bad has happened to the kids and that's just terrifying so hopefully you know god continues to keep our baby safe and yeah it is what it is and we're we're working on our relationship and she just happens to be a big part of it just because she is the girl's biological mother and the girls are a huge part of our lives so therefore she's in the mix one way or another And that's not to say that our whole relationship revolves around her or that she has control over what we do with our lives because she doesn't. It just means that a lot of things that we deal with will revolve around her because of the way the girls are treated or what's going on with the children. But hopefully you guys caught something interesting from this. 
<laughs> or it was helpful in some way, shape, or form. Yeah. I know our story is far from perfect, and we are always working on it. We're always striving to be better and to learn. And um, I am a big reader when it comes to like gentle parenting and dating a man with kids and you know healing and i really love a lot of the self-help books that i just hope you guys are able to grasp something from this and just know that not you're not dealing with a shitty situation on your own we all have shitty situations and we all have shit that we deal with and we all have parts of our lives that we wish were different but we can't necessarily change that so we're just pushing through it and doing the best we can do. This is in no way, shape, or form to like bash BM because I've told the girls multiple times. I, I am very grateful and thankful for her because of her, I am a mom. And because of her, I get to parent my daughters. And because of her, I have my daughters. And if it wasn't for her, I wouldn't have them. So I am very grateful and I'm very thankful that, you know, she gave life to my little babies and yeah, and, and she's a big part of our life because of that. So we're just hoping things will get better and smoother with time and we're praying on it and we're hoping that, you know, things will mellow out, God willing, <laughs> but just know you aren't dealing with shit on your own. You guys are not dealing with situations because we by yourself because we all are we all have different things we got to deal with and this did kind of mainly focus on my stepkids but there's still issues outside of my stepkids with me and anthony where we struggle sometimes with communication and we have to like step away and then come back and talk and be like okay this this and this is why i'm upset and then he'll tell me okay well you said this this and this and that shit wasn't cool like we're working on it and we're continuously working on it like this is not gonna be something that ends in the next month and we stop working on it and as for guys man i know we have to have that that strong shield like nothing bother us type stuff man chop that shit chop it because no deep down the side you be over there talking to your boys man my girl said this to me man it hella pissed me off man i swear to god nah bro just let that shit go. Talk to your girl. I'm like, hey, you know what? This is the shit you said. I didn't like it. You need to fix it. That's fix it and stop playing. Yeah. Because there is a lot of guys out there that be on that shit. That pride. And on a high and mighty horse talking about nothing phase me. But then you want to go, go to... Some E and J or some eighteen hundred great goose, whatever, and then try to talk shit. Like, bro, nah, that's not how the way you go, man. Nah. Yeah. So, so we're all in this together. We're all trying to do life one way or another, and we're all trying to be successful in one way or another. And we're all trying to push to the top. And you just need to know that we all deal with bullshit. We all deal with bullshit. And I can tell you, I have spoke with so many people in different relationships, different age groups. We all deal with bullshit in our relationship. And you need to know, one, how to pick your battles. And two, you need to know that even though shit might seem like 
bullshit at the time or it might seem like you just don't want to fucking deal with it or whatever the case is if you if there's any part of you that wants to fight for your marriage or relationship or whatever the case you need to be vulnerable with your partner you need to give in and be willing to share yourself and be soft i guess you can say would that be the it's right not word? It's not necessary being a soft. It's just showing how you actually feel. Showing, showing your emotions. Oh, sorry. Fancy. <laughs> Correction over there. But yeah, mm-hmm. that's, that's pretty much what I meant. Like, you need to be able to just talk to your partner. Talk to them and see what's up. Let them know what's up. Let them know how you're feeling. Let them know what you're hurting. And if your partner loves you and your partner wants your relationship to work, they will work on themselves to try to make that relationship work. But if you just sit there and be prideful and don't say anything, baby, nothing's going to change. It is all going to stay the same. So definitely put in that work. If you want that relationship to work. And also go to McDonald's at three o'clock in the morning, get that good ass ice cream. (laughs) It's going to work. Trust me. We used to do that when we were younger. (laughs) Yes. Hey, have you tried that, uh, that coffee that, that it's like a TikTok thing. It's like a coffee thing. You get the ice cream cone, you dip it in the coffee, the ice coffee. I haven't tried it yet. I want to try it. Everybody's <laughs> like, it's, it's lit, breast lit. Okay. I'm like, ooh, I may want to try that one day. Maybe. Maybe we'll have to try it. But McDonald's ice cream machine doesn't work at three o'clock in the morning. Why is that? <laughs> That's Shit. a whole other topic. That's some bullshit. <laughs> but yeah so hopefully you guys got something from this episode like i said i know it's all over the place it is 9 17 the night before we are posting this episode and i just really want to stay consistent with you guys and continue to post for you guys um i appreciate everybody's support i've had people reach out and tell me that they really enjoy the episodes and they enjoy the content and what we're speaking about And this might not be for everybody, and I completely understand that. I just hope you know that I am here to support you guys, and I'm here to share my life with you guys, to let you know you aren't alone, and you aren't dealing with the bullshit alone. And, you know, we're all in this together. We're all trying to be stronger and grow and be wiser and make moves in our lives, and we're just trying to figure out life in general, but you're not alone, so... Thank you guys so much for listening if you made it all the way to the end. If you guys have topics, subjects, or anything you guys want to send, any comments, any venting, whatever it is you guys want to do, send me an email at morecoffeepleasepodcast at gmail.com or you can send me a Instagram message, DM me at morecoffeepleasepodcast on Instagram. Um, don't feel free to contact me on any of those platforms. And yeah, we hope you guys enjoy this and we will talk to you guys in the next episode. Bye. Peace.